0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with myself, Maria Paith. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about ghosts and spirits and maybe some other paranormal jargon. Um, It's kind of fun because, you know, Halloween's just around the corner and I do have questions from people that ask about, you know, I think there's a ghost in my house and um, or I feel the spirit of my, you know, my my son, my um, my husband, my my mother, my wife, uh, my aunt, my dog. You know, I feel their spirit in my house. Or the other one is, you know, I moved into this house, and ever since I've been here, I just feel like something's watching me. <laughs> there are many of those um, comments, and and actually scenarios that I hear and it's it's kind of fun and it's interesting but let's you know first define a few of these terms um, so um, ghosts you know so ghosts I feel um, you know what's a ghost and what's a spirit and so I want to go with this idea of spirit um, That's my, you know, when I, and I, I, we do feel spirit, we do sense spirit, we do interact sometimes with um, spiritual energy. Um, It is something that, you know, I do when I um, ask, you know, loved ones that have made a transition if they have messages. And um, their, you know, loving essence combined with, you know, positive intention brings, Kind of a spiritual interaction a spiritual transaction a a spiritual communication and so um, it is like you know dealing with spiritual energies but um in in a in a different um kind of we can't see them we can't you know necessarily grasp them but we may be able to sense them in other ways like feel um, a tingling in the body, feel um, a little, you know, hug around your shoulders. Sometimes you might feel like a little cooler impression or a little warmer impression on or around you. You might smell or scent, have a scent um, that is similar to a loved one that you remember, you know, like grandma used to make a lot of lasagna and, and you, you you know, smell lasagna in the air and, and you haven't cooked Italian for weeks and yeah, but you can smell it or sunset. And that's a time when you might say, you know, hey, Grandma, you know, you're here? Checking in on me. Um, it's very friendly, very, you know, like kind of a, a fun banter and a way to just acknowledge that spiritual energy is around you. Okay, now, you know, going back to this idea, you know, the ghost. And I like what, um, what Stephanie Dolan wrote. In an article um, just recently, October eighth, here, twenty twenty, um, you can Google. But she was explaining the difference between ghosts and spirits. So I, I think that that's kind of interesting. So she writes, um, many feel that there are one that they are one of the same. On my journey, I feel differently. I believe a ghost is a playback, a blast from the past of someone or something that once existed. Think of it as a film. You can view it, but there is no interaction because, frankly, it's a movie. It's an imprint that has somehow been absorbed in a house or an environment and then, for reasons unknown, played back for your viewing pleasure. One example is the continued sightings of Union and Confederate soldiers on the Gettysburg battlefield. Their ghosts... And so, that's how um, Stephanie Dolan, or I should say Rick Hinton, uh, actually the article is by Rick Hinton, explaining the difference between ghosts and spirits. So, um, and, um, but that's how Rick explains his um, take on, you know, on ghosts. And then, um, when I think about what I just mentioned, this idea of, you know, spiritual energy is interactive, Um, Rick Hinton mentions, you know, spirit, however, are more of an intelligent nature, not a playback or sighting reported in the majority of hauntings. They're in real time. They keep their voice human personality aspect after passing and generally are the ones who have great joy in messing with you. (laughs) Or... They become a friend, a member of the family, whether you like it or not. So I think that's interesting, um, his take on this, you know. But what I have experienced is um, ghostly energy when people see like an apparition, when they, that, that we actually see them as the same spirit and ghost is similar, as the same and but uh, i do agree with rick about this ghostly image you know that that we could see images that we don't interact with you can see um, a shadow of a person a shadow of an imprint you know a situation a thing um a you know just a quick vision and normally we can see this from the side of our eyes if you look right on you you're your energy then from um, your, your visual, your co- visual cortex is then going to process through the major part of your brain. And it will, um, you know, tell you that that isn't real. And so then it is a, a, you, you block that, but from the side view, we can see spiritual energy, you know, quite um, a m- much more easily. So until we turn a face on. And so like, I have had the experience of seeing, you know, um, visual spirit um, from the side, from the from my side view, and uh, one example I can think of, you know, and there's many, but one example that I can think of is I specifically was asked to go to an old um, farm house that had also been used um, a huge facility actually that had been used as a hall and um, and residence for you know some people that had um, multiple disabilities in the past and also um, had some you know they were wards wards of the state and you know so it was it was a um, now being used as kind of like a farm and, uh, um a, a like a little conference center but used to be you know residence and and um and you know like you know kitchen and dining area and a whole you know big like you know farm area for for animals and such and and um in that beautiful space and it was vacant but in that beautiful space I walked through with you know the um the woman that had called on my services to you know do a reading in the space and and um as we passed different doorways i could see you know like impressions of um, people or souls and the the place was vacant there wasn't any furniture in it there was only her and i and you know but on occasion and some of the doors i could see as we passed by and as i passed by then i would stop and I'm not going back and try to look head on because, you know, then, of course, the, the image disappears, but just stay by the doorway. And I asked, you know, who are you and what is your story? Um, and then patiently waited to see if I could get information from that spirit, from that spiritual Um, you know, from that impression that showed up, but is is there more? And from a couple of the incidences, I did get, you know, a bit of a story and um, even had a couple of names. And of course, the woman that I was with, she was like, well, that name there, that's my grandfather's name. You know, so um, grandfather who owned the property, um, and who you know worked the farm, and also his wife ran the um, the residence halls, and um, she, you know they were. Grandpa was still around, so his energy um, was showing up as like a ghostly impression, but also a spiritual, intelligent communication and connection. And you know his um, he he gave them his name, and then he just briefly you know, shared, what am I doing here? Well, you know, I come and check. I come and check it, check. I come in um, and make sure that everything's okay. That was, he didn't use that wording. He said, I come and check or was more of his wording. I come in and check. And um, checking on things is something that, you know, his daughter said he used to um, say all the time, you know, um, or his his granddaughter said, you know, that he, he would say, I'm going to go check. Um, And then, so I, this was a wording that he used for me, I'm, I'm checking. Um, so he's still, you know, kind of checking in on, on the grounds. And of course, his, his granddaughter still owns the property. It's still part of the family. Um, and that, you know, was kind of, kind of special. And it made her feel um, that she, you know, then wasn't crazy because she had been feeling his presence in the space for a long, long time. I mean, and we're talking about... Um, you know, two generations. And so she, you know, said she always sensed her, you know, grandpa um, in the space. And I thought that was really kind of beautiful. And and then because I got a message from him, you know, here's my name and I'm checking on things and it was um, reassuring to her. And that's usually why spiritual energy even comes to a space is there, you know, their family might be there. There's, um, you know, a a place that they knew or that they felt that they were responsible for, and it might still be in the family or they might still be responsible, feel responsible for that space or for the people in that space. And, um, yes, sometimes, you know, spirit will follow you to your new residence because they connect with you. Are they, you know, are they, um, you know, then not able to move on and to like, you know, lift into, you know, to the heavens. Spiritual energy has no limits. They can be in their heavenly spaces and they can be with you. And usually when you feel them or sense them or get a little message from them, they're right there giving you like that hug. And so say Hi. You know, hi, how are you? And and that's all. Um, it's an, an exchange of you realizing in that moment a bit of a of an awakening to the fact that there is no death, that there is you know life that continues, and that in that life it may be a different form, but we can still receive intelligent communication, intelligent connection. Um, now, on occasion, you can have, you know, a an, an apparition, which again is what, um, you know, Rick Hinton in his article is kind of calling a ghost, an apparition, a blast from the past, that playback. He was saying, like on the Gettysburg, um, you know, battlefield where people still see the Union and Confederate soldiers, um, and you know, that's an impression of something very difficult and a um, kind of a. a you know, a very deep human um, exchange, you know, where, where people, you know, died and, and um, that energy, you know, may in fact be imprinted on that, you know, battlefield. And that can sometimes happen in homes, in residences, people buy a home and they're like, I swear there's, you know, a ghost here. And um, on a couple of occasions when I have um, tuned into the homes or gone to, you know, what we call kind of a ghost busting, um, I have been able to get a story from the, you know, the souls that were there and in one particular home, um, a little boy kept seeing, you know, a, a spirit and, and the mom wanted, you know, him to have, you know, peace. And, um, he was about eight or nine. And, uh, so I took some, um, different, you know, props with me, we, you know, the, the, sage, um, you know, to clear the space, some essential oils. I made him a bottle of water, um, with, with lavender essential oil so that he could spray in the night. Like if he saw, you know, like the, the ghost or the spirit, you know, like there and was 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 afraid that he could spray and say, you know, go away. Um, Would that spray take that ghost away? Well, when we tell our mind that we don't want to see something, then our mind stops seeing it. But there's no need to be afraid of an apparition or um, a ghostly image or an impression because you are in charge and they cannot hurt you. They cannot, that is, is not um, evil, you know, malicious, um, you know, it's devilish energy that's going to come and get you. We're talking about you know, being so sensitive as young, some young people are, um, younger people and myself and others that, you know, can feel and sense a little bit at a deeper level, because on a a more sensitive level, a more attuned level, because I've been practicing for so many years. Um, And so you tune in. And when I tuned into that particular house, um, there had been a young uh, woman who had, you know, become pregnant at at too young of an age. Like she was maybe 13 or 14 and she felt, um, um, you know, very, a lot of shame in, in this, um, in this pregnancy and her, um, the, the people in the home, her family, you know, hid her from the public then. And then they tried to bring that child into, um, the world, you know, without um, any support of any medical team. And she ended up, you know, dying as the baby died too. That was the story that that soul told me. And so that house had her, you know, kind of sad story in it. She wasn't there um, as spirit, you know, like living there 24-7. She just kind of dropped in sometimes. And that essence, of that time, that you know, kind of sadness um, still lingered there, like it did, like it does in in the you know, in Gettysburg battlefield. Similar to that, there's like this emotional imprint or sadness, and you know, I um, went with the family. We we you know the um, the the mom uh, the. the the young boy's um, sister and older sister and he and I, and we, you know, created a a prayer circle. And I said, you know, prayer is very positive. We want to pray for this, you know, young lady who had, had hurt. So, and we want to uplift her. We want to ask Archangel Michael to, you know, to take her, Um, soul and heal it and heal that time. And for her to realize that there was really no, you know, shame. She was innocent in the, in this, in this aspect and that God of course loved her here. And then, um, and that the whole, you know, the whole deepness and, and sadness that the whole family experienced in the loss of her and then the loss of the baby. And then, you know, just feeling, um, dumbfounded by it all, that that imprint be, you know, be lifted and that they um, find instead, you know, a uh, great joy and that there's a healing now that because there's an understanding that the house had, you know, had kind of harbored this, but at the same time, the house is innocent in the space. And so um, those were some things, you know, that we, that we talked about. And, and I, and I also, um, you know, had that little boy help me to um, bury a, um, a grid of, crystals in around the four corners of the house and um pointing to the house and you know like and supporting a grid of healing in the in the house and we used amethyst crystals little ones and put them in each of the corners oh I'm sorry my um, phone's going off um and uh, we put those in the corners and we um you know uh, talked about, you know, how this grid was going to be very powerful um, to support, you know, the healing of this the sad story. And, you know, the um, young man um, had some, you know, relief from that. You know, he still, his mother reported, you know, would wake up, but he started to use his lavender spray. And then he got to the point where he didn't need the spray and he would just say, you know, um, you know I, I don't I don't want to see you you know um, I hope you're you know you just I don't want to see you I'm going back to sleep and you know the um, and and he found his power um he empowered he was empowered then to realize that um, even though he might be seeing or sensing, um, you know, a an apparition, you know, a ghostly image that he had the power to say, you know, no, I, I don't want to be bothered. Um, please, um, you know, go away. So this is, um, you know, kind of an important idea when we're talking about like the definitions of of ghosts and spirits. So again, I agree with um, Rick Hinton in his article explaining the difference between ghosts and spirits. When I say, when he says, you know, that he thinks ghosts are like a playback. And I do think that ghosts are an apparition, um, a playback kind of like this, you know, absorbed into the environment. And then they, you know, show up um, and they show up usually to more sensitive people. And it's not because they're trying to get your attention specifically, but because you just happen to notice because you're much more sensitive. Um, and that there can be residential hauntings, but the hauntings, um, you know, again, are usually like this image or this impression that um, is shown, you know, over and over again. And, and there and hauntings like actual, there is no evidence of an actual ghost hurting anybody. There is no evidence of, you know, like in the horror movies, like coming out, you know, of the walls and then suddenly, you know, choking you. Now, what can happen and what does happen is that you can be so scared of an apparition or the situation can be so emotionally charged that you react and then you hurt yourself. You react and you like run into furniture or, you know, bump your head or, you know, um, you react because your um, energy has shifted and you're in fear. Um, But, you know, technically they do not harm us. We are in charge. Um, And, you know, but spiritual energy that we speak of when connecting to a loved one is going to be more again about you initiating some kind of a connection or desire to, to feel them, sense them, you know, hear them, um, and 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 see it, get a symbol from them, and you and you call that, you know, request forward, and then it comes lovingly to you. Um, not in any kind of you know fear-based notion. And again, even a ghostly image is not trying to conjure up fear. A ghostly image is simply being you know seen by a more sensitive person or persons because it is an impression that you know is still there from an emotionally charged situation. And sometimes too, when people are shifting or changing in hormonally, like um, teenagers kind of have like a hormonal influx, you know, in their early teen years. Um, and then there's, you know, feminine hormonal changes for pregnancies and and hormonal changes um, for men. Even there's, you know, cycles, you know, for their work and hormonal energies that, that affect are affected by um You know, sometimes our environment, the um, also the, you know, the moon, the stars, and those can be emotionally charged spaces where you may have or experience a visit um, or see an apparition or a ghostly impression. And so... um, that is um, this fascinating topic of ghosts and spirits as we are nearing Halloween time. And I just thought it would be fun to share a little bit about my experience. And I do not claim to be an expert in the paranormal, although I have um, a very good experience with many beautiful souls that have made transitions when I do angel readings, specifically the medium ones, the mediumship ones. And I love it because there's such healing that comes and those souls, um, bring love and little memories and sometimes little jokes and, and special tidbits of evidential information that makes their person who is, um, there to hear from them really joyful. And so that is really the best ghostly experience is an angel reading. Um, I am so grateful for you guys. Love you so much. Thank you for listening to Angelic University Podcast with Maria Paith. I pray that you are well. And until next week, God bless. Thank you for listening to Angelic University Podcast with Maria Pate. I want to welcome you to our Angelic University community where you can dive in with the angels on a deeper level to really work to your soul's missions. Please find options at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H. I'll see you inside Angelic University. Thank you so much for listening and God bless.